You're listening to episode 261 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hey, 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 party people. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is wonderful having you here. I hope you really have enjoyed the last few episodes. We have been hitting a bunch of different subjects recently talking about our thoughts on our summer bodies. I had Deanna on and, you know, just another way for us to have conversation about what it means to feel good in our bodies and how we pursue our health and wellness goals. Last week, we talked about rest intervals within our workouts, something that I know um, can be hard to figure out when you are first starting to work out. So lots of goodness. And this week, I want to talk about negative thoughts. So we're going to jump into oh, all the thinking that we can have around negative thoughts. And it's never my role to tell you to have positive thinking around your negative thoughts, but you might be surprised to learn just a few things about negative thoughts and negative thinking. Um, if you are newer to the show, I do like to bring the subject up with frequency because this show, we jump from the tangible to the intangible. You've probably heard me say that before, and I'm going to keep saying it because our health and wellness habits, you know, drinking water, go like getting our steps in, getting sleep, eating balanced meals. Those are all very tangible actions that we take, but how we take our tangible actions come from the intangible. They come from, and how we continue to do them, okay? Because I bet plenty of you who are listening to this show, you've done the restrictive diets before. You've been able to cut out certain foods from your diets for weeks at a time. It's not whether you can or can't do it. It's it's that understanding emotionally, not just logically, but emotionally of why am I choosing to do something that I could do for the rest of my life, okay? Now then, before I talk about negative thinking, though, and negative thoughts, um, I've been doing great. I just feel like, you know, on these shows, it's, it's a conversation between both of us, so I'll fill you in. I've been doing great. I've been I've been doing great and I've been feeling pooky. If you listen or you see, you know, if we're in Instagram stories together, you've probably heard me use that term. I don't know what bugged me. It must just be a little like bug or a cold or something, but I've just been indigested and oh, man, it gets you down when, when you're like, you know, after a day or two or three, you're like, okay, <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, but even though I've been, you know, kind of managing that, which in the grand scheme of things is really no big deal, um, I'm excited. Tim and I are flying to Wisconsin. We'll have flown there by the time you listen to this episode. Actually, we'll be in Michigan when you're listening to this episode, but we're flying to Wisconsin for one of my very dear friend's um, weddings. I cannot wait for that. I get emotional just thinking about it. And then after that, Tim and I are flying to Michigan. And so are my parents who are in Minnesota. We're all meeting in the airport and then we're driving up to Tim's hometown all together. 
And then we're spending a couple of days there because Tim, who's my husband, if, you, if you're newer here, um, Tim and I, we just got married. We eloped here in Portland at the courthouse in November of 2022. And um, I've met his family lots and lots of times. And he's met my family lots and lots of times. And we all love each other. And it's all such so wonderful. However, our parents have never met each other. So we finally decided, it's like, well, we, we got to make this happen because they all need to see each other in person. So they will all be meeting each other over the course of a couple of days and we'll be going out to lunches together and it just should just be wonderful and really sweet. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. A little bit nervous just because it's new. That is truly, you know, for any of you listening, if you're like me, where you can trend towards being a bit more anxious, that is something that I notice kind of ticks up my thinking is when I'm doing new things. I know all the people, we're all great, everyone is excited. So it's like, it's a good situation. And so I know that my nerves coming up are truly because it's like, yeah, I haven't sat in a restaurant with my parents and Tim's parents before. <laughs> so my brain is just like, question mark, you know what I mean? So anyway, it's going to be fun though. And I know that any of those anxious thoughts are literally just because my brain is like, I can't, I like, you know, it's like a little computer. It's like, I cannot create the image yet. <laughs> um, so that'll be really, really good. And let's see, let's, let's, let's get into negative thinking. And by the way, you know, like I, I always try to mention this at the end of episodes, but if there's ever a subject you would like me to cover on this podcast, do send me a note through my website. Do shoot me, uh, you know, a DM on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and just let me know. Um, I, I love to answer your questions on here. Definitely a handful of the episodes really like every, I'd say every third or fourth episode is probably a question that either a client has brought up or um, one of you in my lovely community has brought up. So I always want to make sure that you know this is like, I call it a conversation, even though you can't talk to me <laughs> in the moment of me recording, it is actually a conversation because I really take to heart what I hear that you need um, maybe a little more uh, time exploring in terms of a subject or are just looking for more of a structure or way to think through X, Y, and Z. I love to bring that to the podcast. So definitely take some time, reach out, let me know what you like a little conversation around. And I swear to you, we can probably make that happen. Um, yeah. Oh, and my other update is that, so now it's been a couple of months, which is just so wild. I suppose we're just embarking on two months now of not only me working with clients on nutrition, I've been doing that for almost a decade, but nutrition and strength um, strength training for many of my clients. And that's just been so sweet, y'all. Gosh. I often will post Wednesday wins over on Instagram and in my stories because I ask my clients every Wednesday for wins. Um, I don't share them a ton on here. I know I haven't done a client interview in a long time, but I just got to say the strength training, it is so darn empowering. And oh, one of my clients shared, she um, shot me a note over the weekend and I saw it when I logged in on Monday and she was like, Lucia, I bounded up the stairs. And I was like, hell yeah, you did. Hell yeah, you did. You created that energy for yourself. It's because you've been showing up to your healthy habits and mm, it's just chef's kiss. So anyway, today's episode, 
we're going to be talking about negative thoughts. It's really, really, really common. First of all, I just want to start, I'm going to tell you a couple of factoids about negative thoughts, okay? So negative thoughts are a thing that our brains compile. And then to me, negative thinking is being in the habit of those negative thoughts and and taking those negative thoughts kind of seriously, whether we believe them as truth or fact, or whether we wonder if we should be paying attention to them. Those are all different shades of taking negative thoughts seriously and starting to habitualize them. But here's the first thing I want you to know about a negative thought, okay? The first thing is that a negative thought is human. It's human. All too often, I think people kind of think a negative thought, ironically, but they kind of trap themselves in self-development or in coaching or in, you know, work, quote unquote, working on their relationship to food where, or their body image or like whatever, you know, anything within this general arena. I think people really back themselves into a corner where they think that they have to do away with their negative thinking and their negative thoughts. They think that they have to get rid of it. They get very all or nothing with negative thoughts. And that's actually another negative thought, (laughs) believe it or not. So I'm just here to say negative thoughts are human. It's actually part of our stress response. You can think about it, another way to think about it that I find helpful is that our negative thoughts occur more commonly when we are in low moods. So low moods could be because of certain reasons. Low moods could come on because of negative thinking. Sometimes low moods just happen. Listen, I'll use myself as an example. Because I have felt kind of pooky in this last week, my body just has felt a little bit off and our brains are in our bodies. So I just take that to mean that my brain has felt a little bit off. I've had a a few more negative thoughts because I've just generally been in a lower mood. I wouldn't classify it as a deeply low mood because there's a whole spectrum to low moods, okay? But first off, negative thoughts are human. It's human and it's also when you have negative thinking, whether it's more chronic negative thinking or acute negative thinking, it is part of the stress cycle. And when we're in a low mood, that usually more times than not is signifying to us that we're stressed out. Now, in the example that I just offered, it's because my body is physiologically stressed, okay? But we can have emotional stress. You can... Believe you me, I'm sure you can think of plenty of things that stress you out chronically, and that stress you out in the short term here and there. And so I think I think a lot of us can understand that concept right there. Like, oh, when I'm feeling down, then like my negative thoughts are going to follow suit. I might have more of them. Um, they might feel like I have to take them more seriously. But here's the thing that I think a lot of us either don't know or we forget, but it's superhuman and really natural, is that the negative thoughts do not leave by us trying to think more. And most of us try to think, think, think when we're in negative thinking especially any of you who are out there in self-development, who you feel like you've worked with all the coaches, you've done all the programs, or you kind of do the programs, you kind of listen to your coaches, and why doesn't any of this work? 
To me, that trend that I see is that we are not actually understanding a really simple principle of how the human brain works, which is that when we are in low moods, we tend to experience more negative thinking. There's nothing wrong with that, but what might be useful for us to remember is that it isn't more thinking that is going to get us, quote unquote, out of that negative thought spiral or loop or just general situation. So now that you've made it this far into the episode, it could be natural that you might now be thinking, well, okay, what does get me out of the negative thinking? Because Lush, I don't like it. <laughs> I would prefer it not to be feeling so negative. I would prefer that things would feel good. First off, wonderful. That is your inner wisdom. That you have a preference towards turning towards the goodness. Now, the way that we as humans turn towards the goodness, is this, this is going to sound so simple. You might get mad at me, and that's okay. You guys, if you only knew how many people get mad at me... <laughs> You would laugh <laughs> because being kind and being happy and positive, man, that, that, it surprised me. Okay. So for the longest time that being that way and practicing those habits triggers the F out of other people, but those are just their negative thoughts. That's for them. <laughs> but here's how you move through the negative thinking is that you remember that a negative thought is not a problem to be solved for. It's not a fix that needs to be fixed. Having a negative thought is human, and it's just a sign that you're A, either stressed, or B, you're stressing about your stress. And it takes a lot of pressure off. It really, really takes a lot of pressure off, especially if you're prone towards more anxiousness or anxious thinking. It's almost like the lullaby of negative thinking that we actually automatically assume that we need to think our way out of thinking. I gotta think, think, think out of this negative feeling. I gotta think, think, think out of this or that. Now, number two, another way to move out of negative thinking that it's interesting because I think a lot of people would call it distracting themselves, but there can be unhelpful distractions, okay? And those are usually ones that kind of rob us of our healthful habits and healthy lifestyles. But there are plenty of healthful distractions that are perfectly natural and perfectly neutral and are actually really honoring the present moment. So I'll use myself as an example. Like I said, <laughs> how many times have I used the word pookie today? Um, I have been feeling a little off, a little indigestion. And yesterday, I had a friend who was in from out of town. Uh, he and his coworker were here, and they were here for a conference. And so, they asked us if you know if we could meet up while they were here, and like we could catch up after their conference. I was like, yes, of course. So Tim and I joined them, and you would not believe the amount of negative thoughts that I had about feeling kind of off. Again, I didn't I haven't been feeling super duper sick. It's not like I'm in the emergency room. It's not like I feel so bad that I'm laid up in bed all day. I've just been feeling kind of pooky. <laughs> and so, 
my brain had all these negative thoughts about, oh gosh, should I cancel on them? Like, how will I know if I actually don't feel like, what's the line where I would actually cancel, blah, blah, blah. Like, had these all these little negative thoughts kind of just popping into my head throughout the day. It was actually happening the day before, too, <laughs> but also the day of. But wouldn't you, like, I was on to myself, though. I was going about my normal day, did a little bit less during the day if I could, right? I didn't have to do, I didn't do all the things that I could have done yesterday, which, because I didn't need to. So I was being, you know, gentle with myself in the way that made sense for me. And I was honoring, okay, I'm having these thoughts. I don't love to have these thoughts, but here they are. Okay. And then we went out and we hung out. And wouldn't you know, I had such a lovely time hanging out with my friends that if I look back on this last week of feeling kind of pooky, it was the time that I felt the least pooky because I was joyfully and happily distracted from being kind of hyper fixated on how my body felt. And I knew that that would be a large potential, that that would probably be how the evening would go. And TBH, if I had felt really sick, really bad, I also knew that I could just tell them in that moment because they're my friends. No one would mind if someone is sick and they've got to go home. But I had to give myself enough ability to take my negative thinking with a grain of salt to actually give myself, it was like I was giving myself permission to go be distracted from taking myself really seriously. And so I just, I just think that there is this healthy level because that would be considered a distraction, right? Me hanging out in the moment with my friends. I wasn't numbing out. I wasn't doing anything that wasn't adding into the goodness of my life. I was offering myself this already (laughs) pre-planned distraction because I was, guess what? Not focused on myself. I was focused on my friend and his coworker who is now a new friend. I was focused on them meeting Tim and all of us. I was focused on the patio we were on. We were on a rooftop. I was focused, I was having like a CBD drink and I was focused on the flavors of that. I was focused on the sunshine like beating down on us. Oh my gosh, it's been so overcast here in Portland. The sunshine felt amazing. I was in the moment and it wasn't me trying to stop thinking about not feeling good or stop thinking about like, but what if I do, what if I do feel gross, right? Like all the what ifs, that what ifing is the negative thinking. So I didn't try to think my way out of the negative thinking. I just gave myself permission and took my negative thinking with enough of a grain of salt that I went to go do things that brought me into the present moment. And some of us, you might call that a distraction. You know, I've said here and there, like, or maybe if you listen to like my, you know, reels or stories, or if you follow me over on TikTok, you've probably heard me talk about the five healthy habits. Technically, there's six. And the sixth one is stress. I think everyone should have seven minutes of stress reduction a day. But stress reduction doesn't always mean just like sitting with your thoughts and feelings in a dark room, staring at a corner or with your eyes closed or trying to be a Buddhist, Zen, monk, blah, 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 blah. It could be. Great. But also, seven minutes of stress reduction can always look like pulling up a silly YouTube video and watching it, going over to TikTok and watching your favorite goofy accounts, playing with your dog. And all of those 
are ways that you are actually, even though you're like, I know people can like, you know, try to really drill down to like the technicalities of like, is watching a YouTube video being present? Kind of. Because you're not fretting about things that you're probably fretting about because you're in the habit of fretting about them. <laughs> and I do think, you know, and there's even great like studies out there and like there's great feedback and things that we know about, you know, like the studies that I'm referencing right now that I'm about to, about to mention, what comes to my mind is we know what it feels like to be in service to others, to do community service, to volunteer, whether that's on a, you know, a school board or, um, you know, through a church or a local organization, a nonprofit. It always feels good to help others. And when we're helping others, another way to think about that is that we're not thinking about ourselves when we're helping others. And now, even though it feels good, and so we put it in the context of how we feel, oh, I helped someone else, right? Like that felt nice. We put into we, we, we put ourselves into that context. And yes, even though you might be giving back to your community, because it actually does have this like positive feedback loop of making you feel good, it's still not about yourself. Feeling good for the most part, we aren't thinking about ourselves all that much. That's why you see people who seem to have their healthy habits nailed down and they're not thinking about them a ton. That's why I love to use that example of brushing your teeth. Okay, if you're really thinking about yourself and personalizing brushing your teeth, golly, (laughs) that would be way different than how most of us just, oh, okay, time to brush my teeth. Up. Okay, I do it twice a day. Yep. Okay, some nights I'm like really ready to brush my teeth. I had that ice cream. My teeth felt all like, you know, you know when you're like your teeth feel like gritty and grimy? Great. There might be some nights where you're really ready to brush your teeth. There might be other nights where you're like, I'd rather just flop into bed. But you brush your teeth. And you might have a night where you were traveling late and so you were off of your toothbrushing game. Maybe you even skipped brushing your teeth once, right? You were on a red eye or whatever. Did you make it really personal? No. So when we tie that back, into negative thoughts and negative thinking. This all this entire conversation is really just to give you permission that it's okay to go do things that fill your cup. It's okay that you don't have to think and you actually can't think your way out of negative thinking. You can't problem solve for negative thoughts because they're not a problem to be solved for. And I, I just don't, I think we have to keep talking about that because I think a lot of us, especially when we are in low moods and when we are in like the loop of negative thinking, it is, it, it, it feels like the thing that we have to do is think more. And it can feel like the biggest release of control and the wildest thing to do to put our thinking down, to stop fussing with it. But I'll tell you, when we stop fussing with our thinking, that's when our thoughts naturally start to flow again. And when our thoughts are flowing, that means that the negative thoughts come and go. And then more neutral and even positive thoughts come and go because we stop judging all of our thoughts. So this week, I'd like you to really consider that and really notice without having to think about it. Just notice, oh, Am I getting a little thinky about things right now? How, how has that worked out in my past? And by the way, trying to think your way out of negative thinking is very different than having an insight. It's our insights that can be life-changing. And our insights can come to us, especially if we you know, think thoughts kind of verbally. 
and we think in sentences, they can, our insights can feel like thoughts. Our insights can look like thoughts. But there's a little bit more nuance to our insights. And I think I need to do another episode on insights. Because insights come to us pretty naturally. They're not us trying to force our way out of negative thinking. They're different. And we come to our insights from our wisdom. (laughs) We don't come to our insights by trying to fix and problem solve and, you know, really try and strive with our thinking. So that's what I have for you today on negative thoughts and negative thinking. Um, For me and my pookie self, I just needed to say that word one more time, (laughs) for me and my pookie self, to you, as always, shoot me a message with how this episode landed. Um, Do reach out if you're looking for nutrition and strength training. Um, I, what I do right now, because I am onboarding clients still, and I'll be onboarding clients through the summer, is that... I tend to kind of dole it out. So you might see me say like, oh, I have two spots opening up for this date or that date. It's a rolling basis. So I I don't like to onboard too many clients at once. I like to make sure that you get a lot of attention and a lot of setup for when we're starting together because it is just me. I'm not putting you with another coach. I'm just coaching you. So feel free to reach out about nutrition and strength coaching and I'll let you know what dates I have open for that. They might be in the future. They might be next week. It's pretty easy to get you going. And yeah, have a wonderful, wonderful week and I will see you on next week's episode. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.